TJ, you're a satisfied customer. Feel good. Feel great. Feel grand. Yeah. Mm. All these are lies. <laughs> oh, no. He's been <laughs> lying we, to us. I'm just have fucking we, tired. I'm yeah. beat. Well, like, normally my my juvenile cat is a well-behaved little man, but well, yesterday he was fucking about. And, uh, yeah, I, I, hmm, almost, I almost turned him loose, I swear to God. <laughs> Time to go. Yep. Quarant- quarantine's getting to him? Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, no, he's got cabin fever like everybody else. It was just like a clattering of a bunch of delicate things off the top of my dresser that woke me up at four o'clock in the fucking morning. <laughs> so, I know what that's, that's like. Oh, no. yeah. The best part of waking up <laughs> is showing a lot of restraint, not strangling an animal you own. <laughs> um, well, we're in quarantine, and this is another episode I've never seen any of this. And you know, folks, if you've been listening in the last couple of weeks, we've been really professional about this, but it just occurred to me we didn't discuss beforehand. <laughs> so we're just going to... We're going to see how this goes. My name is Andy. I'm Sammy. I'm TJ. And I'm Raymond. The Caboose. Wow. <laughs> yeah, now I know yeah. where my place is. Who knows? We always know that Raymond's going to be the punctuation mark on the end of our <laughs> intro. Save the All best right. for last. Oh, Sammy. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, I know I say it every week, but it, it's getting to me. I, I yeah. miss every, I miss people. It's, it was... The, yesterday being literally it never stopped raining was a tough day <laughs> i was like oh. this is just awful meanwhile uh, i loved it okay. yeah I that's it my too. kind of weather <laughs> <laughs> i was like I, I not that i was gonna go anywhere if it was nice out but i was just like it is just pouring rain mm. i guess it got to me because i had to like let barb out every once in a while and then she'd come in just like wet i'd have to like dry her and i'm like i'm sorry barb <laughs> so that got to me it's it's not so much like a boredom thing or anything, but I just keep getting inordinately mad about shit. Mm. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I took my first crack at um, doing a little live stream on Instagram, uh-huh. doing some painting stuff. Oh, and I and missed it. it I was, wanted to watch it. It was it was actually all right. You know, like there were like six, eight people in there at one point, mm. and I'm just hanging out, listening to Dad Rock, painting some dinosaurs. <laughs> fuck's sake. And it's 57 minutes into the stream, and I get an alert. It's like, oh, we detected copyrighted material in your stream. Your video's been deleted. Mm. Oh, that's what happened. 57 minutes later. I could have streamed an entire episode of Game of Thrones on a live stream, and now you caught me because I'm playing Breakfast in America, you fucking cocksuckers. Are you joking? I didn't know that Instagram (laughs) cared about that. And so, yeah, I I got back on. I was just like, well, I guess I'm going to go repent for listening to Dad Rock on a live stream while I paint, and next time I'll just play Beethoven. And, uh, and I'll see you guys next well, week. Why would but it, I got real mad about it. I mean, you're not like gaining anything from it. Why does it matter? Why does it care? Because they, they can't differentiate from people that actually are streaming full episodes mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones and me. So yeah. they just kill everybody. Gotcha. It's all part of the let, algorithm. Let, same let Instagram yeah. God sort them out. And... <laughs> Nazis so. are okay, though. Yes, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> Priorities. That's allowable on every platform. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well. I guess I just got to change the branding of my guitar TikToks. Uh-oh. Oh, no, yeah. No, we're, no. We're a week into the... Just do a lot of Slayer covers. Yeah. We're a week into the TikTokening of 2020. Uh, yeah. Without I, me, it, thank God. I'm a weak man. I've never seen a single app 
completely dominate people's lives so quickly. Mm-hmm. It spread it's, from work that into was, my podcast. You guys now. sent me a thing. Like, you guys are, Andy, I think, said, like, Sammy, you're missing out. We're sending each other all these TikToks. It's so much fun. And then immediately after, all of you said, like, it's consuming my life. I've done nothing <laughs> else. It's a hellscape. Avoid of nothing. And I was like, do you see why I haven't downloaded it? Yeah, but we want you to be part of the hive mind. Oh, I see. <laughs> It was just I don't have to, like it's, it's great, like and the then board. immediately followed. You were like, "It's sucking up my will to live." <laughs> I don't have that problem with it, other like because I'll just set aside. I get so many sent to me that I just set aside time to look at them. But mm. then it'll be like forty-five minutes to an hour later. I'm like, "Oh, this is all I've done for an hour." Right, exactly. But, <laughs> but well, like, I don't like what it's doing to me. I now know who Lil Peep is. Good. You didn't know before. I mean, no, of course not. Ram- Ram- He's <laughs> gone. <laughs> look at DJ. <laughs> <laughs> what what uh so raymond actually now that i'm done chiding you um, <laughs> uh it was your pick this week yes. and i have to say i i appreciated it very much uh, <laughs> it was it was a very nice hour and 40 minute break yeah. from, good, right good change of pace yes <laughs> what did we watch we Mr. watched uh, mary and the witch's flower yeah we did so tell us why you picked it. Like, yeah. show your work. <laughs> <laughs> prove to us uh, why. <laughs> prove. Um, prove. No, I, <laughs> I, uh, I'd, I'd actually watched it a couple years ago on Netflix, and uh, I really liked it. It's and I, uh, I've been meaning to buy it. I don't physically own it, but I've got the score from Mondo, and it's really, it's a really nice thing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, presentation, but it's a, yeah. So it's from people who worked at Studio Ghibli. And so, like, the guy who directed it directed uh, Arietti, which I own because it was on a, a sale of all of them at once. So I bought That's that a good one. one. And, mm-hmm. Yes. And it's, it's like it's one of the it's a good family friendly, not a Miyazaki one. Very clearly not. Which this is all, this is also in the same kind of vein. But yeah, it's like a, it's got it. So it's all the same art style. It's the same. You know, pe- all the people who worked on this movie worked at Studio Ghibli for 10 to 20 years and they're just mm-hmm. like let's uh let's make our own movies since uh the normal guys can't get it together for more than one movie every five years <laughs> so unfortunately they've only made this one and it was three years ago hmm. but yeah how it's old it was. 2017 yeah and they've hmm. they've done a bunch of shorts that came out the next year so yeah it's been three years and they haven't made another movie yet but hmm. that's still a better track record than uh miyazaki's got yeah <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's based on a a children's story, which a lot of like Arietti was as well, and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of Miyazaki's are also somewhere based in, you know, a a, a children's story before he corrupts them into what he wants to tell them about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Miyaz- this one... Miyazaki. The difference between like regular movies based on adaptations and Miyazaki adaptations is that he's very concerned with the things that no one else is concerned with, and it works very well. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so it's so it's like watching a studio ghibli movie but it's uh it's it's more modern and it's uh yeah i for my birthday which was last week i had actually planned to watch a couple of like my favorite movies sit down I had a whole day off i was gonna like pick out a bunch of my favorite movies didn't end up doing that instead uh, my girlfriend and i got like take out ramen and uh which it was delicious and we come back to the apartment and she's like, can we watch Howl's Moving Castle? And I was like, yeah, why not? That's a great movie. Let's do that. So, I, yeah, we, I watched that. I was like, you know, for my movie this week, 
I'd like to feel some sort of like nice, comforting animated movie. Yeah. And I realized mm-hmm. I, I didn't think any of you guys had seen Mary and the Witch's Flower. It's like perfect. Mm-hmm. It's Studio Ghibli adjacent. It's available on Netflix. <laughs> it's a nice, fun time. Nice and relaxing. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Um, <laughs> I, I found the yeah you know like the the art style obviously is very evocative. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are like very discernible differences between your kind of your standard Miyazaki thing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the things that we've already discussed. And then um, the main difference that I found, and it's not a gripe. Um, it's um, a lot of the Miyazaki stuff gives you one to five moments where you just meditate. You just uh-huh. watch wind go through grass or yeah. something, you know, mm-hmm. and, and this movie has a lot you know, it's got sort of some of the grandeur that mm-hmm. um, Spirited Away does kind of on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Like Indoor College itself is like a lot smaller than the whole city um, that the protagonist goes through in Spirited Away. Um, but um, yeah, no, I found that to be kind of the main difference is that, that it doesn't really s- slow down a whole lot, no. you know. And that's totally cool. You know, like I was engaged the whole time. Mm. It'd be different if I was, was like a barrage of bullshit I didn't care about. But I right. cared about a lot of the bullshit. <laughs> I cared about that bullshit. <laughs> it it was about twenty minutes in, and Emily and I were watching it, and we just kind of turned to each other and we were like, "I'd fully die for any one of these characters in this movie." Right? <laughs> <laughs> went, yeah. I mean, Tib for sure, all the way. <laughs> oh, Tib, I would yeah. I would yeah. go after with all my life if I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd murder a close family member for any Miyazaki cat or any Studio Ghibli cat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Here, here. I will say that yeah. I was like, because I was like, oh, this is giving me. Right when they showed up to Endor's College, I was like, oh, this is giving me like Harry Potter vibes for sure. Because mm-hmm. she shows up mm-hmm. on a broom, and you guys are like, I'll teach you broom lessons. And then it's literally like a witch's college, and they start to go through those things. And I was like, cool, it's going to be like Harry Potter. And then I was like a little disappointed when I was like, oh, she doesn't go to school here at all. They immediately, no. She immediately leaves and then comes back twice, and that's it. I was like kind of hoping that. I was like, oh, she's going to learn how to be a witch. That'll be cool. But mm-hmm. that's not what it ended up being. So I was a little disappointed because I was like, She they, would have they... become the bad, Sammy. She would have oh, become yeah, the she bad. She joined with the bad. <laughs> but it like showed so much cool things that the school did that I was like, oh, I was like hoping that they would dive into that more but she doesn't really get a chance to do that and uh, i mean the just the mr flanagan or is that his name yeah yeah he was the, great the, <laughs> the, the, the guy that teaches the how to fly brooms he's like i was like he's voiced perfect. by um ewan bremner um from train, train spotting, train spotting. He's, uh, yeah he's he's spud in in train spotting well, yeah i was like this uh, is like harry potter and then like the scientist dude was it's jim broadbent yeah <laughs> he's and i was like oh it's just harry potter <laughs> i for one i'm just glad that we had another delightful scottish animated character i mean yeah. um that's keep, that's keep going, that's man. nice that's good <laughs> keep that a running theme <laughs> and this was based on a uh novel yeah, and I was yeah. I was reading that it, it's been around for a while because mm-hmm. there was a point where Disney wanted to do uh-huh. this movie, mm. and I think it's a very Disney esque story. Oh, and absolutely! It was interesting, interesting to see a different uh, to see Studio Ghibli's take on it, and and yes, I think it would have been a very different movie had Miyazaki been in charge of it, because mm-hmm. like he takes something like Howl's Moving Castle, which is very much a like a. a fantasy wizard you know fun fun story and makes it like an allegory for a war <laughs> you know the st- he he takes a lot of his own stuff and 
weaves it in. And this was very just kind of concerned with being a fun, charming, animated tale that was telling it. It was very plot-centric, which you don't always mm-hmm. get yeah. in right. other Miyazaki movies. And well, like and... TG... Go ahead, yeah. Okay, just like what TJ was saying, there it was missing those moments of like the we're just gonna sit here or where it's like very mm-hmm. quiet, or like a lot of Miyazaki movies are have scenes that are just like there's no need to sit here and watch Chihiro in Spirited Away like the way she puts on her shoes, mm-hmm. but it just it says so much about the world and you believe it so much more. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not griping either, but that was a, a big thing that I noticed. Right, in the, the, you know the if you would have. If he would have done those like weird creation of monsters, they would have been terrifying. <laughs> yeah, they would have been a little more scary. Well, you know, like the end of this movie is like is more like a like happy version of Princess Mononoke. Well, yeah, she like, all so those, it's like the, all it, the animals, and I'm like, oh yeah, uh, I got that. It, too. it could absolutely could have been like horrific, and they they don't play it that way, thankfully. But you know, watching it, it's like, oh yeah, I guess if like probably if Miyazaki had done this, it would have been like the horror of humanity would have been on display way more than like yeah. this movie is concerned with. <laughs> yes. Oh, and uh, yes. what was Ash Ketchum boy? What was his name? Peter. Peter. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> he had that hat on. I was like, it's Ash. <laughs> <laughs> but when he, when he turns into the adult, I was like, keep him that way. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a good looking man in there. Oh, Oh, Sammy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Her great aunt. What is happening? Quarantine is twisted, Sammy. <laughs> Sammy. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that I was confused by the what they were trying to do. They were like, we want them to be endless magical things. And that was, I was like, don't they They already have magic? magic. I was like, that's where I was like, I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know what their plan is, but they're evil. So I I looked up, while we were talking, I looked up the original book. It's from 1971, and it's Mm -hmm. 160 pages. So it feels like there's there's not a lot to expound on, probably, Mm -hmm. from what's in that book. Not like, you know, a lot of the ones that, like, Studio Ghibli turns into children's books that turn into movies. They, you know, they invent a lot for those, but without, Mm -hmm. like doing a whole lot different but yeah this one definitely feels like it's limited by it's a book for children that is not concerned with a lot of details like don't bother thinking about those we're here for the plot <laughs> right and that fits yeah that definitely fits in with like the fast-paced part of it because i uh-huh. was like right as we got to the tour of the college i was like oh these are like some cool teachers and then you learn that these torturing animals and i was like oh wait that was real quick turnaround they're not yeah. good people i was like all right we're in it you know and from my interpretation of the film um, uh, those failures I would call drastic improvements on some of those animals, like the koala that had like spikes and shit growing out of it. And like yeah. you just you made that koala 110 times more metal. How many fucking eucalyptus trees are getting cut down when four of those fuckers drop down? <laughs> Zero. Well, I love the Zero. the animation of them changing back too. Like mm-hmm. the eagle, like became an egg and broke out of the egg into an eagle like the mm-hmm. anime like all of the animations of them changing back was cool but yeah. and i thought that the fusion of like technology and magic was really fun yeah. as far as like this like the the environment because you get a chance for like a bunch of cool like test tubes and beakers and vials and wires and mm-hmm. then also equally absurd like 
you know oh well here's a lantern that lights itself and it goes ping 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 <laughs> and i'm like yeah this is this is what i'm fucking here for uh-huh. right, well, right the, here. that sound of the, of the light jumping from lantern to lantern when she yeah. finds her great aunt's old house i'm mm-hmm. like this yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> this that shit i do like <laughs> 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 oh and then like the weird dolphin creature like gross oh, like yeah. gray dolphin those, things <laughs> those were funny because i thought that was a really interesting thing and, and i was gonna make this point and i completely got sidetracked but it was um talking about the the character of evil in this movie is like it's it's a, i like that depiction better you know when there's like more like nintendo-y kind of villains mm-hmm. in this cartoonish world where everybody's like kind of cartoony already or whatever it's like mm-hmm. when, when sometimes when things go too far and trying to make something like really truly dastardly or whatever mm-hmm. it's just like you know actually a lot of the time these issues that you're going to encounter in life are very much shades of gray and not just black and white like these are bad people doing bad things mm-hmm. like these are people that are trying to you know create this font of magic for the good of my, mankind and have lost sight of whatever but you still empathize with them and think they're like mm-hmm. funny and cute mm-hmm. and that's like that's the main goal is that they like learn their lesson <laughs> i wish we would, could have seen the transformation from the the scientist because you get the flashback where he's like a totally normal looking dude uh-huh. and then they get what he looks like now and he's got like a big brain and he's like small and i was like i want to see how he ended up this way <laughs> yeah <laughs> how do you shrink yeah, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of grinding on World of Warcraft. Yep, he, that's that. That's a that's a boar killing body. <laughs> He's got that big oh brain. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I, I I wouldn't say that I was like a hundred percent sure, but I was I very quickly was like, oh, it, the Great Hand is the witch from the beginning. Like I was like very quickly like, oh he yeah. Called it <laughs> a, yeah. Well, the fact that she doesn't have parents is just as she lives with an old that lady. Was so weird too, because I was like, See, they're oh, coming back from work whatever work is right and then they get all excited when she calls it home they're like oh she called it home she's getting used to being here but then at the end she has a drawing and says my new family and it still has her parents on the picture i was like yeah so are the parents coming back in addition to everybody else (laughs) i guess maybe they were on safari or some shit i don't know they're rich english people sammy we don't know their lives but just where they were like oh she called it home she must realize she's starting to get used to just always being here but then they don't touch on like where her parents or that they still might be around because she still drew them in the picture like i was like okay Mm. <laughs> they yeah, don't tell, they don't tell the news. <laughs> <laughs> Just let her live and be happy, little girl. <laughs> oh, God. I did like. She the doesn't joke. need to know what a crocodile can do to a man. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! What? <laughs> that's where Miyazaki would come in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's true. Those parents would have been dead for sure if Miyazaki would have done it. <laughs> you would have seen them like in the hospital, sick. Yeah, you would oh, have yeah. had this. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was reading something earlier where it um it was talking about the production of the movie and they like the went so it's the studio is called Studio Ponoke which is like a Japanese word for midnight which is like for them saying like this is a new beginning from Studio Ghibli mm. but they're like they're still friendly with everyone in Studio Ghibli and they could like it's Japanese culture so like Miyazaki is the master forever so like. <laughs> I, I guess Miyazaki never like saw the movie while they were working on it, but the the director would, like go to him a bunch and like ask him questions about what he should be doing. Cool. <laughs> I, I yeah I saw that I mean, they offered <laughs> they offered a screening to Miyazaki and he mm-hmm. said something like I couldn't bear 
I couldn't my my heart couldn't take it or something like uh-huh. that. But Aww. but he gave everybody like congratulations and like praised their hard work mm-hmm. and stuff. It's like that's a very It's good to song. have his blessing at least. Right. Yeah. Have you guys like, like Alan Moore will hate fuck anything anybody ever oh. makes of any of his shit. It does not matter. He could make it himself and be like, Alan Moore is a twat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't get it. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi? Mm-mm. Oh, I've not. seen the part where the man cries after he makes rice properly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a documentary, though. I think it won awards. It was a big early Netflix contender for a great documentary. It's about this old Japanese man who makes, like, the best sushi in Japan. And it's, like, it's very much a – it mirrors a lot of the – what is it? Uh, Kingdom of Dreams and Madness or whatever it is the documentary that's about uh, mm-hmm. Miyazaki. I've where seen it's, that. Yeah, I have too. Where it, it's it very much mirrors it. Where it's it's much like the guy will never quit, so like no one can ever take over for him. But like his adult son is like almost a senior citizen and is like t- is like running his own place. And everyone mm-hmm. who works under him has their own places. They're not considered the best, but like they trained under him. That feels very much like hopefully what Studio Pono can do in the future is like. Miyazaki's not retiring until he's dead. So Studio Studio Ghibli, you know, who knows what's going to happen with that? Because the other founder died, didn't he? After with his last movie, the wind after the wind rises, I think so. Yeah, so he did like one more movie. Didn't didn't you see that one, Andy? Oh, uh, yeah, the tale of Princess uh, Kaguya. Uh huh. It's like I think we that was saw, the last Sandy guy and that. I saw that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the last one that guy made. So it's like yes. Yeah, the, the studio probably shut down when Miyazaki dies. It's all just going to be like all these animators who all do the same thing because they all learn from like the same two guys. They're all going to have like these same things. So I'm really hoping like at some point this studio continues and they get to like leave their own impression continuing this legacy because yeah. it's it's you know there's so there's so few Studio Ghibli movies compared to how long they've been around mm-hmm. and this one. You know, it's from three years ago. Hopefully, they get to make another one within the next two. You know, yeah. are are any of you guys familiar with um, the In Call? No. Mm-mm. The In Call is a graphic novel series um, that is uh, uh, the original team was um, Jodorowsky oh. and and Moebius. Oh. And it's fucking awesome. It's amazing. It's basically fresh off the heels of his failed Dune project mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Moebius did a bunch of the screen, or like the the um, uh, storyboards mm-hmm. for it. And so he had already developed a working relationship with him. And so now, now that Jodorowsky is still alive, he's moved on and worked with different artists that have grown up loving Moebius and you know and that's a super heavy influence and he doesn't seek those people out directly but like looks at artists and if he can Mm -hmm. perceive that inherent kind of trait then he'll seek them out oh funny and and so it's interesting because they are put in a really awkward position sort of where they're just like do I try and ape this person that I Mm -hmm. really admire Mm -hmm. or but really I'm being encouraged by the founder guy the Mm -hmm. other pillar of the two people to do my own thing, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's an awesome thing. And they've cr- they've been able to continue the story in a way that doesn't feel masturbatory mm-hmm. or like a mm-hmm. cash grab or anything. Because right. I don't think Jodorowsky is interested in making money mm-hmm. ever. Uh, yeah, on he's never he's ever done. <laughs> he's been a professional clown before. Like he doesn't give a fuck about making money. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's that's also an like just an, an interesting collaboration. Mm-hmm. It's almost like. Um, 
you know, getting getting real weeby here, but like what happened with like in Dragon Ball GT, you know, oh. where it's like they tried to move on without Akira Toriyama and it fucking crashed and burned and the critical reception was awful and they brought him back in to try and bail out the last season. And then moving forward, they just moved on with the stuff that he had already planned for mm-hmm. GT and, and it, the ship was saved. But it's interesting how in that culture in particular like that would be a move that would be accepted more uh, than it would be because i feel like in american culture once they feel like they've wrenched it from you then you're done yeah. like you know like mm-hmm. del toro will probably never ever get to do another hellboy thing ever again mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and that's just the <laughs> fucking <crying>. facts <laughs> and you know so <laughs> the fact that there is room for that in in other filmmaking um industries i think is uh, a good thing Speaking it's like of, there's uh, oh the no Snyder cut <laughs> my boys uh, what is this black suit oh, superman not, do you not know the the tale of the Snyder cut TJ I don't and I haven't been on Twitter I've been avoiding it like the plague lately because these are just the things that but, pop up in my notifications do you know what it is do you know what the Snyder cut no is? I oh. don't I don't I don't so know you're anything like, about anything so that's funny because you're like All two right. to three years behind then. <laughs> So I don't. So, yeah, I don't know. I so don't, in our know. group chat, that's why you were silent as we were just speaking yeah. gibberish t- <laughs> in your presence. All right. So uh, we'll have oh, a little we sidebar. Go. We'll Get have a little sidebar here for the moment. Okay. So uh, basically, uh, there's a little movie that came out a couple years ago called uh, The Justice League, and it? it was it was originally going to be written and directed by uh, Zack Snyder. Actually, it was almost completed filming by Zack Snyder and he showed his cut to Warner Brothers and they went e this, <laughs> this uh this is this is concerning but they still had about like they still had it was like February and the movie was coming out in November and they were like all right so here's what we're going to do he had a family tragedy and allegedly left the project to go deal with that which he did that's not yeah that's real. not me oh. he did yeah, actually he really did, leave. Yeah. <laughs> he i'm glad re- nobody on um, listening to the podcast <laughs> could see the glee on my face that something was just being taken away from him uh, and then it was like oh but from what it sounded like that move they basically were like go deal with that and then took everything away from him like he wasn't mm-hmm. gonna he didn't have any say in the movie anymore after that nope and they gave it they, to joss whedon they gave it to joss whedon who in turn came and looked at it and said, "Oh shit, <laughs> I need to do. I need to. I need to do some Just rewrites." Just weedify it, basically. Oh. And so, uh, in July, and the movie's coming out in November, they said, "Okay, we just uh, announced that there's going to be three months of reshoots, but the movie is still coming out in November." And so, and he showed, uh, Zack Snyder showed footage of the Justice League like a year prior at Comic-Con. So, like, he had completed footage, like, there had been footage everywhere. The trailers came out, like, almost a full year before the movie came out. And so there's always been conspiracies online of, like, what did Zack Snyder make and what did Joss Whedon make? If you watch the movie, it's very easy to tell which scenes are Zack Snyder. You can tell, like... Yeah, his di- like Joss Whedon's dialogue is very much Joss Whedon dialogue yeah. versus well, it's like there's there's dead all just like growling and sniffing because yeah. the man was raised by wolves. Well, it's like there's there's yeah. also dead giveaways where like uh, Henry the Cavill looks was different. Yeah, H- Henry Cavill had couldn't shave his mustache for the Mission Impossible movie he was in. So I heard about that. So mm-hmm. yeah, okay. so they had to digitally remove it from every reshoot they did. So anytime 
Henry Cavill's face looks funny, it's because it's a new it basically scene they shot. Looked like I'm putting my finger over my mustache. That's about as good as it looks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They, so yeah. It's like uh, it's like making Marlon Brando smile at the end of that one movie. Yes. Oh yeah. It yeah. doesn't help that the movie begins with a close-up shot of Superman talking, and you can tell that they CGI'd an upper lip onto him. Yeah, they, it was good. That's right a good scene, go. though. Is the problem? It is. Yeah. It's like, oh, this scene is great, but it it completely mm. does not work because of that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and there's a there's a thing in which I don't know if if uh, General Snyder Bros know this, but it's it's a if you oh, we Yeah, I well I discussed it with you guys a couple times now. It's to get a writing credit for a pre-existing script, you have to have changed over 30% of it to mm-hmm. get credit for it. So because Joss Whedon is listed as a writer on the movie, it's not it's not exclusively um Zack Snyder's it is he did at least 30% of the script so change right after that movie comes out all the Snyder bros are online are going this movie's bad it's got to be because Zack Snyder didn't do it even though he previously made three bad movies I was about to say (laughs) even though he's a demonstrably bad movie (laughs) he's a great visual designer he is not a good director or writer that's got to be why the movie's bad, not because of... And it wasn't, like, awful. I would say it's better than BBS, but... No, but you I, know what the best parts not... are? Are the parts that are Joss Whedon. Right. Yeah. yeah. That you can, the, the parts yes. that you can clearly tell are reshoots are way better. I would say about better. 30% of that movie is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how I... I feel like Justice League... Seen it. If we didn't have... If they didn't continue to talk about the Snyder Cut for years, I would not have thought about that movie since it came no, out because it's I haven't a very seen it forgettable since movie. Theaters. I haven't seen I haven't it since theaters. And so now there's a resurgence of interest because no, of quarantine the, boredom. The actors, no, the actors no, have come out been, and said release the Snyder Cut. Like it's been going on for what years. Is happening? Yeah. Because <laughs> Zack Snyder, about a couple months afterwards, all the Snyder Bros are tweeting at him like, "I want to see your cut," and he's going, "Yeah, I want to see my cut. It was much better." So he starts <laughs> he starts complaining on Twitter. This is like 2018. He's on okay. he's on Twitter going like, "Yeah, I saw the cut. I had a completed cut. It was great, and it's not what you saw on screen, but you'll probably never see it because at that's some point how he tweets work. a picture of him like with a like reel of film and says, "This is the Snyder cut." Which there's no way it was. Not, no, that's not yeah. how films are made. Right? They no. never would have. They never would have printed it to film. No, <laughs> it's insane. And like, he got see? he got see? Momoa to tweet something like, "Yeah, saw the cut. It was fucking killer, bruh." And then like Gal Gadot even <laughs> that was, Gal that was released a. The, that was a killer Jason yeah, Momoa. Yeah, that was, I thought he was here. <laughs> you need to go. I met, I met Jason Momoa, and it sounded exactly the same. That was great. So about <laughs> a year smell him. About a year ago, there's all these people online screaming screaming into the void about how much they need it. Like, people are like... Snyder, cut. Snyder, mm-hmm. Basically. Cut. There, you're there not people... You're not wrong, TJ. Yeah, yeah, you're right on. <laughs> there, every single time anything DC was related, all the comments were hashtag release the Snyder cut. <laughs> Then Zack Snyder releases a picture, at some point, a picture of uh, Henry Cavill in the black Superman suit and says, like, look, at this is from my cut. And people are like, oh, my God, there was a scene with him in the black Superman suit. So everyone's just screaming. Most yeah, of I'm a like, I'm a huge Superman fan. Who, who can, fuck cares about a different color suit? <laughs> yeah, and so there's tons of people online literally being like, "This is the Messiah of film. We are being robbed of the next Citizen Kane." Because the every Snyder Marvel movie gets Snyder guys being like, 
you this just doesn't compare to this movie we never saw yeah <laughs> yes and so it's been like hyped up it's this thing that absolutely does not exist there's and warner brothers came out and said there's no cut of it there's no we didn't pay for the previous that movie bombed so hard there's no way we're going to put money into releasing a director's cut because they would have to complete the the effects on a movie that was never completed but they're not doing anything right now because so. it would cost way more <laughs> right. money TJ, again, you're right on made. the you're right on the money. The next news is that they announced that they are releasing the Snyder's Cut. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because <laughs> HBO Max comes along, their streaming service. They need as much content and like to get. They need to get like a front gate running out from Disney Plus. We're in the midst of the 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 streaming wars. They're like. How do we just fucking break the internet? Well, they weren't wrong by saying, yeah, fuck it. We're going to release the Snyder Cut. Here's where it gets even more interesting. Snyder has been claiming that it exists, that he's just been, that it's like the Blair Witch videotape and he's just been passing it around to everyone. He has that reel of film just hanging out with him. He claims he's been screening it for people. People have seen it. He's this underground artist going around LA showing the cut that the studios don't want you to see. And mm-hmm. everyone's every all the Snyder Bros are eating it up. So HBO Max says we're launching next week. We're gonna have the Snyder Cut, but not till twenty twenty one. It's not coming because till next year because none of the worst. I don't know. Okay, they need to now make a different cut of Justice League that doesn't exist because he's been complaining about it existing for three years. And there's a pretty good With chance that they are going 20 to million do, dollars. get a do yes. reshoots. Like, they're going to bring the actors back from a movie that came out years ago to and that's do the only reason to come it's out happening. with this cut. It's the only reason it's happening is because HBO Max came in and said, we will front the money for you to finish your cut. And there are, there are rumors that they are going to do some sort of reshoots to to make Zack Snyder's... We are years past this movie. The DCEU has course-corrected, and they're going in a different direction, <laughs> and people want to have a different cut of Justice League. I just... I don't know. And it's all just us leading back to giving that man a chance to finish the movie that he wanted to finish. Who cares? He's a <laughs> so can that get, get up for an op- Can that be up for an Oscar? But yeah, I think so. Yeah. The recut? Yep. Yeah. If not, what are we doing here? Movies, give it to them. Movies that debut <laughs> on streaming services. It's the better version. Be... No one's seen it, but it's the better we should, version. We should posthumously, well, not posthumously, but, you know, like, correctively give him the Oscar for Best Director for 300. Yeah. I think that's, we should. I just, mm-hmm. like, who, mm-hmm. except for Snyder Bros, who's what asking for a happening? new movie for Zach, from Zack Snyder? He's like an You know we're going to do it for the podcast, boy. so I don't know why you're... What, 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 what demographic of Twitter is this? How big is this population that are like, it we want Snyder Cut? So I must we be in the wrong demographic because it's, it's still between, Twitter. It's, it's all social media. It's all, if you ever go through like a, a DC-based or HBO-based, you mm-hmm. know, uh, facebook page all the fan pages as people saying it all the marvel pages any Twitter. well it was funny like literally i woke up i woke up the morning that it was announced before it was announced and was looking at instagram and i was going through people's stories and i follow jason momoa and he just on his story talked about how like we need to release the snyder cut before they announced that it was released he said it that morning then they, they re- re- announced it like he was still trying to push it forward even before it was announced it's quarantine brain is really something else yeah oh my god this is this is leading to some decisions 
Well, it's yeah. like, you know, I, I get it from, like, the actor standpoint because it's like they got – almost everyone got panned for that movie, even when it's very clearly, like, they're just doing the best they can. So I, I get, yeah. like – yeah, I get, like, being like, oh, they're going to – like, I'd love another chance to fix that. But, like, I don't – it's beyond them. Do you really think that they – I mean, are the they going to get Ben Affleck struggling. back? The one I don't think they'll get that, back is I Ben don't, Affleck. I don't see how because he's, or like – Henry Cavill. He's, Henry Cavill, I think, is possible. Yeah. But who knows? You know that this has been announced, but it's not like they have contracts or anything signed. They can't. They you can't know what start they need filming. to do. You know what I they need to Hen- do is. Have, did you see the newest episode of Blacklist? I didn't watch the whole thing, but did you see? What I they saw. Did? I saw the bit. Andy, did was, you? I think I heard about it. They didn't have it all filmed. And it finished was a season finale before they went into quarantine. So they digitally made the re- the, the scenes they were missing, and it looks like. Oh my PS1. god! I saw this version like it was on a it's a ps1 like cut <laughs> like it's like yeah. it's amazing like they got very polygonal yeah they yes. got zemeckis to come in and do a scary uh motion capture yeah but, and it, it's, it's approaching on cali valley about oh, yeah. you know 30 it's years so ago bad. and then it like goes in between like scenes they cut and it's then goes back to this scenes, like video yeah. game <laughs> scene it's insane that's amazing. what they need to do it's for fucking hilarious it's, it's insane yeah then Jesus. they just get affleck in the vocal booth he'll take it he doesn't have to book back up for it. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he can smoke in there. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm wondering if this is going to set a precedent for down the road for, like, if a film bombs pretty bad and then they can do crunch some numbers and go, like, all right, if we throw another $10 million for reshoots and then make it how the fans want it, will they buy a Blu-ray release right, yeah. and then make up for well, that Raymond, money and then some? Did Raymond, I think Raymond retweeted someone was like, if we throw up arms enough, will we get Tom Bombadil finally in Lord of the Rings? Yeah. <laughs> 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 to the Tom Bombadil cut. Yeah, where's that? Where's yep. that guy? We're finally gonna get the scouring of the, the Shire. Cut. <laughs> Did we talk on the podcast before about the the cut of cats that was trending? Because the butthole cut. The, I don't think the, we have, but the butthole okay. cut. Yes. There's there's an FX person in Hollywood. Who <laughs> no, said, we didn't discuss the butthole cut. There's an FX person in Hollywood that claimed I worked on cats and my entire job was in like October was removing all the buttholes because they decided that it was going to creep people out too much, which yeah. led somebody, <laughs> uh, a God brain person to go, wait a minute. That means there's a cut of this movie that exists with fully <laughs> full butthole renderings. And so there was, there was a hashtag for like a month going around saying release the butthole cut. And that was a riff on release the Snyder cut. Yeah. I was wondering if people ironically leaned into this, like, oh, I yeah. want the Snyder Cut. Fuck I it. Mean, yeah, <laughs> at this, at this point, point, I'm like, yeah, I'm not down. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's My like, interest has peaked enough. I, I have to see it at this point, but I am probably yeah. the person out of all of us who hated the the Snyder verse the most, so I don't... Yeah, you don't hated that oh, yeah. Batman yeah, versus Superman is bad. Zack well, Snyder no, I was, I was Superman is Superman. Rorschach. Yeah. 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 Well, and and <laughs> everyone's I, yeah, I'll stand by that statement because uh, uh, hatred and indifference are two different things, uh-huh. <laughs> and right. and I I land squarely on the latter, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I've the only DCU movie I've seen is Wonder Woman, and I was like, that's probably yeah, the best okay. one. Yeah. Yeah. I I just thought the bad guy was really lame. Yeah. I like I love yeah. I love David Thewlis, and he was robbed. Yeah. I love I loved Wonder Woman. I, yeah, worst, I, I would say the worst part of that movie is the third yeah. act when he, she has to fight him. So I really, yep. really dumb. I really, really like Shazam, and I really, really like Shazam Birds of good. Prey. But those, those are like the right. three that I think are decent. 
Well, it's yeah. like Suicide Squad is when they like learn their mistakes. Oh. Between mm. that and Justice League, Ugh. so mm. it's like they've been course correcting ever since. What about well, Joker, just... guys? Shut up. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just remember how much of a down, a, like a letdown it was because, like, in June we had Wonder Woman and it was like this beacon of light. It was like, oh my god, how did this, how did this land in the middle of this garbage mess? And it's like, and Justice League is happening. Maybe they're going to learn their lessons from what people liked about Wonder Woman. But Justice and, League's mm, written by mm, Zack mm, Snyder, so she's yeah. bad. <laughs> funny jokes, and funny yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. She gets a couple good scenes in it, but mostly she's reduced to being a love interest. But even when they go back to uh, Themyscira in Justice mm-hmm. League, and all the armor is like very I don't even like. Remember that? Jesus. It's like the armor in Wonder Woman is functional, and the armor that the same warriors are wearing in Justice League is like made to show how much cleavage they have. It's well, and logistically speaking, why would it make sense to remake a bunch of that shit when you know you're going to have them in another later movie? That makes zero logistical sense to me. Because if I was the, if I was the if I was the budget producer on this, I'd be like, "Get fucked, Zach. <laughs> Use the old shit." Yeah. Right. That, and it works with your continuity. Like, why mess yeah. with it? <laughs> then I just throw some raw meat in the hallway, and he'd forget all about it. <laughs> Well, this is our review of uh, Mary and the Witch's Mary Flower, the Witch's guys. <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about I'm it. Just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> I do have one. I, I do have one more semi-related thing that I was gonna bring up before we got on the the Snyder Cut tangent. Yeah. Um. Have you, there was a there was an update the other day on Miyazaki's newest movie because he's currently working on a movie that up until him and his son are yeah really and it and it was supposed to come out at the same time as the the Tokyo Olympics this year it was supposed to come out at the same time so it's like they have is it about the Olympics no but it was supposed oh. to be like the legacy of the country like their greatest the greatest living am- animator is going to release mm-hmm. like a a magnum opus you know at the same time as the olympics you know and he wins a gold medal for it and somebody went to studio ghibli and was like how's that coming because there's been no update like no one said is it delayed is is he still working on a movie that might come out this year and his producer basically said as of right now it's probably about four to five years off (sighs) and we're producing about a minute of animation uh, every six months or something like that. I just saw the the announcement. Uh, Sixty animators working on the film. Thirty six minutes of the film have been completed after three years of production. Yeah. At that rate, yeah. I mean, by the time yeah. we we're able to do the Olympics, it might be ready. Honestly. Projected to be twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. There we go. And what did you say the 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 subject matter was supposed to be? Don't know. No it's called knows. How Do You Live, which is from 1937. It's a 1937 book. Oh, okay. well, we just got to read the book. I'll read the Don't worry, guys. It's, oh, uh, it. it's, okay. So it follows a 15-year-old boy who I'm and down. his That's uncle as they deal with spiritual growth, poverty, and overall experience as human beings. So a Miyazaki movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, because I, I, I some, some wire got crossed there, and I was like, actually, uh, yeah he should get a gold medal for gymnastics if he's going to make an animated feature about Japanese history because you're going to have to do a lot of bobbing and weaving there to make that a wholesome thing for the That's international the crowd. 
Yeah, see, is it? there you go. I seen <laughs> yeah. Has anybody seen there that? There you go. Gold, that's I gold metal it. material. You yeah, so it. it's about it's about building planes and like how Miyazaki, like as a kid, wanted to build planes because he it's loves about, it. And... It's about the guy that designed like the uh, the prominently used airplane in like World War II. Ooh. Yeah, but it's it's about plane usage because Miyazaki loves planes, but it's also 1930 something Japan. But it, I think it's about him dealing with like he doesn't like some of that what yeah, it's yeah. being used for. Right. Um, uh-huh. Well, yeah, that's very. Does that uh, flying pig show up? No, no, it's not. Well, I'm out. Though. Yeah, if there's no animals <laughs> in it, what do we do? It <laughs> in in the vein of of that sort of uh, conundrum. There's a really funny story about when uh, Tokyo Disneyland opened in the 80s. They had oh, Jesus. they had their own version of the American Adventure, like Hall of Presidents show, but it was about the history of Japan, and okay. apparently just absolutely skipped over the years like 1930 to 1960. Just Ooh. like you have to. It's literally just like, and then some stuff happened, and then we were in the glorious 60s. <laughs> blah blah blah, yada yada yada, Godzilla, blah blah blah. And yeah, pick right back up in 1954. Mm-hmm. Big bang, boom. <laughs> and don't even worry about that. <laughs> smart what was that about <laughs> nothing no <laughs> huh? totally Moving isolated on. incident yeah. <laughs> what, what, what did you say what <laughs> jesus christ all right well have we uh we had a nice we had a nice week we had a, we had a good time this week enjoying a little miyazaki in the midst of this snyder cut bullshit well not miyazaki not miyazaki. ghibli yeah. sorry not even it's Studio not even Ghibli. Ghibli, but, yeah. Andy, what the <laughs> yeah. hell? Studio start the Pogo. podcast over. We gotta start from the top. <laughs> yeah. I don't have it in me, Sam. Yeah, I, don't. <laughs> I just don't. Well, I'm throwing out all out the window because it's my pick, and I'm picking Solo. <laughs> I almost oh. picked Solo. It's like all my, right. I wanted to is relitigate on, Star is Wars it on the Netflix. Yep. Yeah. Yes, it is for now, and that's why we gotta watch it because I don't know how much longer yeah. it'll be on there. So TikTok, TikTok, Mr. Wick. Uh, I'm excited I'm really to see excited. what you think. I'm excited to see what TJ thinks about it. Because I think it's still a, an, a pretty good movie. I mean, it's Sammy. not... It's We're going to have to the, talk about it. It's not the best movie, but I mean, I, I remember enjoying it while I was watching it. That it was... We'll, we'll have a it had fun some cool, discussion next week. Yeah, I'm excited. To, I just want TJ to just shit on it. That's all I want. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to keep an open mind. I'm he not going to watch it tonight because I'm grumpy as fuck. No, no, don't know, watch I'm it. not going to watch it tonight. But toasted you like be, you watched uh, I'll wait. Yeah, I'll wait. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy something I know I enjoy tonight. And, yeah, there you go. That'll be it. Yeah, you know what? No rush on that one. We got a week. All right. Well, in in the meantime, if you want to uh, reach out to us, there's a couple ways you can get in contact with the boys here. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of them is the hellscape that is Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Dive through the sift through the Snyder Cut tweets, and you can reach us. (laughs) And you can find us at NSAOT Pod. We'll we'll answer questions. We'll (laughs) sure. Just interact. If someone's got a question, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a question about the Snyder Cut? Send it our way. Yeah. (laughs) I might send one just for shit. I'm just going to test it. I'm just going to test it and see if it works. Right to Raymond. (laughs) Yeah, any interaction is good. I'll take it. Um, It's all working for us in the algorithm, buddy. If email is more your speed, you can send us an email at neverseenanyofthispod at gmail.com. Yep. And if. the third way is to use a mirror, touch the mirror, and we can talk through to each hey, other through go. the mirror. 
say Raymond but only for a little bit. three times in just, the mirror. Yeah. You just gotta, you like just gotta yeah, rub, rub, some, rub some berries in your hand. Yeah, rub some berries in your hand. Touch the mirror, yeah. and you can see us. And, and, and also, you know, if you want to get a hold of us on TikTok, I was I'll just going to say I'll, that. I'll do a duet with you. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm not on there, and you can't make me. No, that's fine. We'll, yep, we'll just send that to you. Yep. That's going to be a pillar of your identity from now on is, like, uh, not having a TikTok. Yep, that's all I need. You're I, not like most girls. I read yeah. books, and I don't have a TikTok. <laughs> Drink tea Damn. and don't watch TikTok. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note. We uh we'll send it we'll send it back out in the ether and we'll see you next week for another episode of Never Seen Any of This. But I gotta go then, get on uh, Fortnite and watch that Tenant trailer, so I gotta oh, go. Geez, don't <laughs> don't bring that up. We're right at the end. Why would you? That's all you need to know. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Rub berries in your hands. <laughs>